Welcome back to Well That's Interesting, the forget the ball drop, let's chuck a human edition. <laughs> My friends, happy fucking new year to you and welcome to episode 118, human foot in Yellowstone hot spring identified and can you be launched by a geyser? That's right, you heard me. It's only you and me today, kiddo. So you know the drill, strap the fuck in. And I really mean it. My friends, Back in episode 117, we talked about the gift that keeps on giving. Beautiful places that are straight up deadly. Now, we only covered two locations in that single episode, which is clearly not enough. There can be, and I, I fucking hope there is, an entire podcast devoted to that kind of topic because the earth is just overflowing with beauty that can tear your little body apart effortlessly. So today, we're going to top off episode 117, with, you guessed it, another gorgeous place that's bespeckled with hydrothermal hot springs, literally over 10,000 of them. And from a distance, they appear to be calm puddles, exhaling steam like some chill motherfucker. But if you get too close, you'll learn the hard way. <laughs> that's not the case at all. Then, after the break, if you happened to survive walking past all those thermal pools, and make your way to a geyser, say the most famous one of all, Old Faithful, quote, at what speed would you be launched upward by the water? And what injuries would you sustain? End quote. <laughs> That's right, you guessed it once again. That quote means it's time for another, everyone's favorite new segment. Let's read from a book, motherfucker. That question was submitted to Randall Monroe, the author of the book you needed yesterday. It's called What If? Volume 2. Just fucking get it and enjoy yourself. It's, again, this is not a commercial. I just want you to be as overly informed as I am. So please. <laughs> now, if you think the answer to that question is, you know, not a good one, you're absolutely right. We'll get so damn specific as to why you should not go anywhere near these natural wonders and maybe even stay the fucking side, you delicate pile of organ mush. Oh, by the way, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the Flock Business Goose. I'll be joined with a guest co-host uh, next week in the new year. And honestly, I am fucking stoked not only to release that episode, but we've got big news and it actually involves you. Yeah. And that's the only hint I'm going to drop. So I'm so excited. Anyway, let's begin the show. And to do so, we need to travel back just a few months to the end of summer August of 2022. Now, if you're one of the few humans left that still has a sense of time and can remember individual events, one, lucky you, and two, you may remember some news, well, some bizarre news that made its way around the internets that month. Uh, according to a press release published by the National Park Service, or NPS, on Tuesday, August 16th, an employee had one hell of a workday as they discovered a shoe floating in Abyss Pool, located in the West Thumb Geyser Basin in the southern part of Yellowstone National Park. Now, for my fellow geographically challenged Americans and for our lovely international listeners, Yellowstone is a 3,500 square mile wilderness extravaganza, sitting atop one of the largest magma chambers in the world. I'll say that again, one of the largest magma chambers in the world. And here we are just thinking, it was a park. No, it's a volcano that'll explode one day. And it's mostly under Wyoming. 
and it stretches into areas of Montana and Idaho too. So she's big. As for Abyss Pool, well, there's a reason she got that name. From the press release, quote, Abyss Pool has a depth of more than 50 feet and is one of the deepest hot springs in the park. Its temperature is approximately 140 degrees Fahrenheit or 60 degrees Celsius, end quote. Now for context, that's just under the boiling point, which is uh, 212 degrees Fahrenheit. So come on by our social media stuffs and have a safe peek at it. Please stare into the abyss <laughs> and you shall see a glassy mirror made of various hues of emerald green. Uh, curiously, all year round, there's a fine white crust surrounding it. It almost resembles snowfall. And then above the water is a fine mist. And really, that's the only other clue that this water ain't something you dip a toe into. Oh, speaking of which, the shoe. Yeah, well, it was fished out by a park employee, and they had the truly unfortunate task of looking inside it. What was only described as part of a foot remained. Subsequently, the surrounding area and the pool's parking lot were temporarily closed to the public following the discovery. So, are your murderino senses tingling? I mean, <laughs> rightfully so. Finding nothing but a foot, oh, sorry, a part of a foot does call for alarm. But my friends, this is Yellowstone. And boy howdy, it has a history you should know about before calling in the FBI. Let's start with these hot springs, like Abyss Pool. You might be asking, how the fuck did they get there and what the hell are they exactly? Great questions. According to Tom Hale of IFL Science, quote, the hot springs start as rainwater that has trickled into the bedrock and has been superheated by the magmatic system that lies deep beneath Yellowstone. This hot water then rises back to the surface, settling in these pools of highly acidic water. End quote. Ah, now I think I know your next question. Just how acidic are we talking here? Well, oh God. Now I'm going to break this down into two, into two sections because my own discoveries were fucking wild. First, we need to head on over to one of the bluntest websites I've ever encountered. Please come on over. nps.gov.yell.planyourvisit. Dot safe, uh, slash safety dot htm. <laughs> I'll say that again. nps.gov slash yell slash plan your visit slash safety dot htm. I'm telling you, stop everything you're fucking doing. Leave your job, your spouse, your children, and please read along with me on the landing page. Okay, here we go. Quote, Yellowstone's scenic wonders are sure to take your breath away. Don't let them take your life. Y'all, again, this is the first sentence on the landing page for the tab, plan your visit. It's just amazing. From, no, continuing, from boiling hot springs to thousands of wild animals, some of the hazards in Yellowstone will be new to you. Protect yourself and the sites you plan to enjoy by following a few simple rules, end quote. Now, I'm just gonna scroll down to rule number two because it's gold and it's why we're here. Quote, Stay on boardwalks and trails in the thermal areas. Hot springs have injured or killed more people in Yellowstone than any other natural feature. Keep your children close and don't let them run. End quote. Yeah. These again, I am, I've read this sentence a thousand times. I'm still shocked by this. These waters have killed more people than any other, quote, natural feature. 
<laughs> There's a lot of natural features in Yellowstone, like, I don't know, the fucking cold weather that can kill you. But no, even winter pales in comparison to how dangerous these pools are. Now, let's have a listen to a very calm but stern narration, also provided by the NPS website, because all the written words apparently aren't enough to stop people from wandering off designated paths. So, here's a video, and of course, I'll have screenshots on our social media stuff. Uh, I'm starting 36 seconds in. We're going to stop about a minute 27, but have a listen. It is intense. Old Faithful Geyser is one of more than 10,000 hydrothermal features located throughout the park. The ground surrounding hydrothermal features may look solid, but it can be just a thin crust with superheated water below. It is all too easy to break through this crust, causing harm to you and these unique wonders. Beautiful, yet dangerous, hydrothermal features are hot enough and acidic enough to cause permanent injury or death. Safely enjoy over half the world's geysers and the park's many other hydrothermal features by staying on boardwalks and designated trails. For you and your pet safety, pets are prohibited from all boardwalks, trails, and hydrothermal areas in Yellowstone. All right, there you have it. That's right, my friends. Protect Fido at all fucking costs because we've made it to the second half of our question, just how acidic are they really? If you wanted physical proof, well, I've got it for you. Here's an IFL science headline from back in the shitty year 2016. Quote, man who fell into Yellowstone hot spring completely dissolved within a day. I'll say it again. Man who fell into Yellowstone hot spring completely dissolved within a day. According to the local news station KULR8 back in June, a 23-year-old man was looking for a quick thrill and uh, some kind of I don't know how to describe it really, but he was looking for a place where he could, quote, hot pot. And I gave it a Google and it's not a drug or sex thing. It's basically just getting slightly singed by these natural hot springs. And unfortunately, when he leaned over to dip his finger in, he slipped and fell beneath the surface. And don't worry, it gets worse. As reported by Robin Andrews of that IFL article, quote, the victim was found dead and drifting around the pool later that day but officials could not quite reach him to drag him out. A thunderstorm promptly arrived and forced them to retreat for the night. Returning the next day, they found that nothing of the man remained except his wallet and flip-flops." End quote. Yeah. Speaking of shoes, let's circle back to what was found in August. Thanks to detective work, in November, the family of Ilhan Rowe, a 70-year-old man from Los Angeles, found closure as his remains were identified using DNA. Now, how he ended up in the hot spring is still unknown. So, there you have it, my friends. Yellowstone's gorgeous hot springs in a nutshell. But they're only the tip of this enticing yet perilous iceberg. Here's what I mean. If you Indiana Jones do your way around these traps and made it to a geyser among them, and you stood in that crater, could you be launched upward? If so, how quickly, and of course, what the hell would happen to your body? Well, after the break, let's find out, shall we? <laughs> We're going to do it safely, though, I assure you. But please, stay tuned. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms, so when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please stay interesting. 20th Century Studios presents Vacation Friends 2, now streaming only on Hulu. Look at us, all together again. We just wanted to give you guys a real honeymoon. Shots, shots, shots! Now streaming. He was just released from jail. Where can I get a drink around here? Back on vacation. This place is nice. It's drug lord nice. I'm sorry, drug lord nice? With more baggage. Ever since he showed up, he turned this relaxing vacation into total chaos. Who does that? Vacation Friends 2, rated R, now streaming only on Hulu. And we're back. We are so back. And good news. We've somehow navigated around the pitfalls of Yellowstone's hot springs. Here's some even better news. We won't be the first people to be scorched by the world-famous Old Faithful. But we may be the first to die from it. <laughs> That's right. It's time for everyone's favorite segment. Let's read from a book, motherfucker. And we're continuing our bizarre knowledge journey with Randall Monroe's What If? Volume 2. Catherine McGrath submitted a question that may have subconsciously revealed a desire, I think. Quote, if one were to stand on top of the Old Faithful geyser in Yellowstone, at what speed would they be launched upward by the water, and what injuries would they sustain? End quote. Well, Randall, of course, broke it down for us, and it is just as devastating as you could possibly imagine. Let's get into it. Quote, the book Death in Yellowstone, a chronicle of fatal incidents and accidents in Yellowstone National Park, compiled by park historian Lee H. Whittlesey, doesn't mention any deaths from the geyser jets themselves. People, though, were regularly burned by eruptions, including a German surgeon who survived a fall into Old Faithful's vent in 1901, but there are no well-documented cases of deaths from the geyser blast. End quote. First of all, Y'all, falling into a geyser vent in 1901 is the most 1901 shit I've ever heard. Second, (laughs) 
Randall goes on to confirm what we've been saying for the past 15 minutes, that there's a whopping number of incidents of people falling through the fragile mineral crust surrounding the geysers. But in this hypothetical, one lucky member of the flock has made it to Old Faithful, and we're going to make history, baby. So let's take a gander as to what can happen. Quote, when Old Faithful erupts, it ejects about half a ton of water per second. The jet that emerges is a mix of water droplets, air, and steam with the density of a bag of cotton balls. This jet moves so fast, about 70 meters per second, right before it emerges from the ground, so it carries the momentum of a stream of cars on the highway. A geyser is sort of like an upside-down rocket. If you calculate Old Faithful's thrust, I'm sorry, if you, no, no, not sorry, I, I read it right. <laughs> if you calculate Old Faithful's thrust the same way you would a rocket, by multiplying the rate of mass flow by its speed, you come up with a few thousand pounds of force. This is similar to the thrust of a fighter, fighter jet's ejection seat, which tells us that it's clearly powerful enough to launch a person high into the air. End quote. Okay, so my friends, yeah, it's possible to take flight. So now, it's imagination time. How would you position yourself over the vent? Think about it. What is the best stance to take? Do you have anything with you? What's your technique? Tell me over the social media stuffs when, uh, when you get a minute. In the meantime, here's Randall's plan. Quote, your launch speed and the height you would fly would depend a lot on exactly how the geyser hit you. A glancing blow might just knock you off to one side. You could catch more of a lift if you were centered directly over the vent, blocking as much of the steam as possible. If you are holding a very sturdy umbrella, you could, in principle, launch yourself hundreds of feet into the air, even higher than the plume itself. But even if you survive the burns, the landing would almost certainly be fatal." End quote. So, my friends, that would be your last ride in this water park, and you'd go down in history as the first person to die by geyser jet. Now, I'm actually shocked this hasn't happened yet, but who knows what's in store for 2023. Ah, the end. And thank you for not only being with me today, but for the past year. Changes and all. You're fucking amazing. And I'm just so damn thankful to be part of this flock. And again, as always, thanks for rating, subscribing, telling your friends about that human foot in the spring and why, and how people can dissolve so quickly. And uh, if you can be launched by a geyser, of course, I think this is definitely something to talk about on a New Year's party. <laughs> and please, stay interesting. <laughs>